Welcome to Personal Financial Strategy, the podcast, a podcast wholly devoted to you and your relationship with money, bringing expertise to bear on how you earn, invest, and spend your hard-earned cash. I'm your host, Tony King, and today we welcome a special guest to the podcast, Simon Popple. Welcome to the Personal Financial Strategy podcast, Simon. Great to be here. Thank you very much. Thanks for spending your valuable time with us today, Simon. Well, to introduce Simon a little bit, he is the Managing Director at Brookville Capital Limited and has been the author of two newsletters. Those newsletters are directed at investors looking to invest in gold. Uh, One's called Metals and Miners, and the other one is called Gold Speculator. So that's kind of Simon's background, and uh, we're going to talk to him a little bit now about uh, Simon. That's that's an interesting space to occupy in 2023. But our listeners love to hear the backstory of how our guests came to be doing what they're doing today. I wonder if you'd share that with us. No, absolutely. Thank you. Well, I mean, I started out in in, in sort of investment banking, did the the normal MBA route, where I was buying and selling companies working incredibly hard, long hours. And I had friends in property who were um, earning good money, uh, but not working nothing like as hard. So I switched to property, um, used to run various funds and um, it really enjoyed it. And, and then I ended up as a director of one of the world's largest um, private property companies. And, uh, you know, I, I love property, if I'm honest. I thought it was fantastic. But I decided that uh, you know I wanted to be in an area where uh, I thought the future was was very bright uh, if I'm honest I probably left property a little bit early but um, I've I've believed in sort of commodities for a long long time and uh, invested I've done 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 very well and so money week sort of saw what I was doing and asked me to write news out for them and then when they were sold, they kind of Agora, who used to own Money Week, kept me on and asked me to write Gold Speculator with a guy called Jim Rickards. So I kind of have been involved in the market for a long, long time. And um, you know, fortunately, Gold's been around for thousands of years. It's got form, and um, you know, I'm a bit of a nerd, so I kind of like researching stuff. And um, you know, I decided it was a thing for me. And um, you know. There have been times when I, I probably wish I'd stayed in property, but now I'm very pleased that I left it and uh, I spent sort of the last 15 years or so um, working in commodities. Right. That's a great that's a great story. And if you guys haven't picked up on it already, uh, Simon is a resident of the UK. Where about in United Kingdom are you, Simon? Well, I'm a place called Lewis, which is um, it's about an hour, just over an hour south of London. Uh, I spent... Oh, 20 odd years in London when I worked in the city and in property. But uh, uh, when uh, when I sort of eventually started growing up and had a family and all that kind of stuff, I uh, wanted a, a bigger house. And um, so I moved from a, a very nice leafy Fulham uh, to uh, to Lewis. And um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's great. Uh, you know, I love it down here. Would you say you live in the country? Uh, good question. Um for, for people who live in London, then I think the answer is yes. Okay. But for people in Lewis, uh, they wouldn't view this as a country. <laughs> and so, um, uh, you know, even though, you know, I can look out the window and see see fields, um, 
I think I view it sort of more edge of town, but um, no, it's it's a great place to live. You know, it's it's, it's I, I think with modern day connectivity, um, uh, you don't have to be quite as sort of close to the offices as you used to have to be. Yeah, yeah, it's nice, isn't it? We have a lot more selection about where we live. Yeah, exactly. You know, and you know, I feel very fortunate, but uh, you know, I love it. For all the downsides of the internet. That's a that's a big upside, at least for me and, and my family. Um, you know, in a previous conversation, uh, Simon told me that he's waging a campaign to get more people investing in gold. I'd like to wade into that a little bit now. I wonder if we could talk um, investments in gold uh, versus equity versus real estate. No, absolutely. Well, I mean, I think there's there's a few misconceptions about gold, which let me just quickly touch on because it won't take won't take long. But I mean, if you if you're buying gold, a lot of people think, oh, you know, I don't want gold lying around the house and things like that. And uh, you don't have to do that. You know, you can buy it, store it, insure it. You know, you don't have to take physical delivery of it. Um, the other reason that tends to put people off is, you know, they go, there's no income. But th- there is a way in which you can invest in, in, in gold stocks and, and get dividends. And um, the, the third misconception is it's very risky. Now, there's lots of different ways you can you can invest in gold. Uh, some are high risk and some are lower risk. So I think that um, you know it's it's an area that you can have a, a, a good look at. And uh, I've got a free download that people can can get if they want to go to uh, goldprogram.co.uk and uh, and pick that up. Could you, can you repeat that real quick? Yeah, sure. It's if you go to www.goldprogram.co.uk, then have a look at that. Um, if I'm honest, it's not quite ready yet because I've just been writing it this week. But all my contact details are there, and if if you're interested, then um, you know just ping me an email and I'll make sure you get it. Okay, great. And we can uh, include that in the show notes as well. Great. Just your quick question about equities versus gold versus real estate. I mean, um, I think. The top of this, you know, I, I'm not a gold bug. I don't think you should have all your money in gold, but I think that you know you should have at least some of it in gold. And I think it's important to realise the the cycles. And um, we've had an amazing run in property. We've had a pretty good run in equities. Um, and I've always been taught to sort of buy towards the bottom and sell at the top. But if you look at equities and real estate, they're probably pretty much towards, you know, their, their top valuations, uh, the, you know, for, for a number of years. Whereas gold, even though the price is relatively high, if you're looking at physical gold, if you look at the price of the equities, they're actually very low. So again, you kind of need to decide what you want to do, uh, what what part of the market you want to be in. But um, I think there's a fabulous opportunity to kind of diversify your portfolio and uh, get some exposure to gold. Could you maybe go into the different kinds of gold investment that there are? Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, I mean, uh, I, I use the fancy football format in terms of the way I invest because I think it's useful to have a system. And the, 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 that sort of format sort of explains really how you can get involved in the sector because you've got physical gold, which I view as your stadium, uh, which I view as the lowest risk. And then you've got goalkeepers, which very large companies – or there's actually a, a gap between goalkeepers and stadium, which is probably funds, where you invest in a lot of different companies um, and you get the diversity. But uh, personally, I 
being a, an expert in the area, I, I know the companies well, so I, I'm happy taking the risk of individual companies. So I would look at a goalkeeper as a very large multinational, multi-commodity company. Um, then defenders, uh, which are next, again, I'd look for a large company, but and I'd look for diversity because you have several defenders. Um, so you know, you perhaps have some gold, you may have some silver, you may have some copper, you have may have some uranium, but basically I, I have diversity in terms of commodities and also diversity in terms of countries. So, um, you know, if I've got Australian gold, uh, I wouldn't look for another Australian gold and maybe look for Canadian gold or Canadian silver or, or US uranium. So what I'm looking for is uh, diversity from both a geographic perspective and also a commodity perspective. That's it. Uh, tend to be uh, companies new to production, be it copper, gold, silver, uranium, whatever it is. But um, the key is they're in production, but perhaps don't have a, a huge amount of experience of producing. So they're riskier um, but than defenders, but not as risky as, as, as forwards. And forwards are your kind of out-and-out -out explorers. So, you know, I view them as sort of the highest risk, but so if they make a good discovery, you know, the returns can literally be, be life-changing. But, um, I, you know, I wouldn't suggest having more than two or three of those in your in your team, you know, just like you would a forward. But uh, it's nice to have a few investments that can, can change your life. Okay, those are those are pretty uh, distinct, five distinct classes of gold investment that we can look to. Um, I'm wondering about the mechanism what exchanges um, are available to people in the United States that that will that can avail us to each of these five? Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, um, if you're looking at physical gold, then you, you need to go through a, a reputable bullion dealer. What I'd be inclined to do is to look at perhaps the World Gold Council and see who they recommend in in the U.S. But you want you know it, it, you want to be with someone who's highly reputable. Um, if anyone offers you cheap gold, that would make me very nervous. <laughs> um, so that's the physical. And then, uh, you know, if you want to buy equities or ETFs or whatever it is, then you can get those through your normal brokerage account. Um, so the only thing I would say is if you, if you want to go down that route, goalkeepers, defenders and midfielders, you can probably buy through pretty much any brokerage. Uh, but if you want to get some forwards, you need to have a brokerage that can deal with probably Canadian accounts and Australian accounts. So it's worth asking that question before you set the account up to make sure that you can you can buy the you know the shares that you want to buy. Yeah, Canada's come up a couple of times. Um, is there a reason for that? Uh, well, there's a, an awful lot of junior mining companies listed on the TSX and TSXB. Oh. So that, that's the Toronto Stock Exchange. Um, so if it's a sector you want to get involved in, I, I, I think you, you really need, um, a broker that can, uh, and, uh, enable you to buy Canadian stocks. Um, so I, I would, um, make sure you ask that question if you're going to set up a brokerage account. Okay. And are there other places on the globe that quote unquote specialize in gold? Um, I'd well, I'd say Australia and I mean, you can, you can invest in gold, you know, there's gold mines in Africa, uh, you know, Europe, all over the world. But personally, um, I i don't like to take too much jurisdiction risk. And therefore, I tend to invest in Canadian 
US and, and Australian companies. So I tend to be able to access those through the ASX, which is Australian Stock Exchange, the TSX, which is the Toronto Canadian, and also the New York Stock Exchange. So it, that's very much a personal preference, you know, if you're if you're happy about investing in Africa and some other parts of the world, then um, you know obviously you can. But there are you know there's a lot of companies, and I'm talking you know several hundred, perhaps you know well over a thousand to choose from, um, just from investing in those markets. So uh, you know I, I'm happy just focusing on those. Yeah, you know we're because of the the rising inflation here in the United States, we are being exposed to a higher than normal amount of marketing for for gold. I mean, you turn on your your uh, car radio today, you you uh, surf the Internet, uh, uh, you go on Facebook, you, you know, it, uh, gold seems to be popping off the page or through our speakers way more frequently today. And I, I think. I don't know. Here's a, here's a pattern. I'm I'm kind of an old guy, so I, I've I've lived through a couple things, and uh, I have noticed that gold marketers tend to be more active during fearful, maybe what could be perceived as fearful economic times. Do you think there's a reason for that, or am I just making that up? Well, I think gold is viewed as a safe haven asset, and. Um it, it kind of makes me smile that, you know, in, in our everyday language, you have terms like, you know, a child has been as good as gold. I'm looking forward to my golden years. I want to win a gold medal, um, that kind of thing. Um, so it's, it's very ingrained in our language. And even though it's been around for thousands of years, very few people seem to have actually got any in their portfolio. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not talking about a huge amount. I'm talking about, you know, at least one or two percent. And um, a lot of people have got none. And, um, you know, I think that's a bit of a mistake, which is why I deal with this misconceptions, you know, because I think a lot of people don't understand it. And um, even though that's not necessarily a good excuse for not doing anything, uh, it is an excuse. And so, um, uh, you know, I I basically, I I think there is fear in, in in the world. And um, what I like about gold, it's valuable everywhere in the world. You know, if you take a gold coin anywhere in the world, it's viewed as valuable. Whereas if you take other things in the, you know, that may be valuable in the US to uh, somewhere else in the world, uh, first of all, can you actually transport it? And if you can, right. um, does it have the same value? And in many cases, the answer is no. Right. Do you see any... Um with the rise of, of cryptocurrency and decentralized um, digital currency, do you see any any relationship between that and our relationship with gold and gold investment, or are they pretty much separate things? I would I would view them as separate, to be honest. You know, I it, I, I class myself as a seasoned professional investor, and if I'm honest, I don't really understand crypto. You know, and um, mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, I think Paulson had a lovely quote. He said, "It's, it's the limited supply of nothing," and um, <laughs> I, I think I like that, that. Uh, yeah. um, it, you know, uh, do I wish I got in a two bucks, whatever it was, some people got in a yeah, God, I wish I had, but. Um, would I pay 
how I don't know how what it is now, twenty six thousand dollars for a crypto, Bitcoin, whatever it is. Um, no, I wouldn't. And you know, I don't. Uh, that's what I like about gold. You know, it's got this value. Right. Um, and you know, I can never see gold going to zero. You know, it's it's sort of if if there was sort of Armageddon in the markets and you've got a gold coin, um, I think that's still valuable to someone. Whereas a crypto is only valuable if you can spend it. And um, you know, a lot of people say, "Oh, well, you know, cryptos are untraceable." But I, I think that you know, recent uh, work by U.S. authorities shows actually there are incredibly traceable, and so mm. um, you know, part of the rationale for actually having them is it you know doesn't really hold water. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's interesting, and and you know, this might be my age showing a little bit, just my comfort level. I. I like the fact that you can hold, I can hold in my hand a gold coin. I can't hold a Bitcoin in my hand. <laughs> exactly. And then you know, I, I, I read somewhere, you know, try buying your, your wife a Bitcoin ring to <laughs> see what happens, you know. And um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's sort of obviously slightly tongue in cheek, but, but yeah, I, I, I'm like you. I, I'm, you know, uh, I, I like, something that's tangible and yeah. uh, I like to be able to point to something and say, right, I own that. That's mine. Mm -hmm. And, um, with Bitcoin, uh, or cryptos, um, you know, I, I don't think you can do that. Yeah. You know, Simon, I wanted to ask you about something that we talked about earlier and that is your gold package. Could you describe that for us? Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, I mean, as well as the free download I mentioned earlier about the three misconceptions, for £4.97, which is, I think it's probably about five bucks and something, I don't know. But um, what I've done is I've written a book, which I call The Beginner's Guide to Investing in Gold, uh, which really sort of, for people who um, haven't really invested before, it kind of walks them through, um, you know, what you can do and how you can do it and the rationale, etc. You know, it's quite a deep dive on the market. Um, in addition to that, there's two bonuses. One is um, discover where the funds are investing. And you know, I think this is really important because, you know, there are people out there who are, you know, professional investors. They have funds. They manage, you know, maybe hundreds of millions, billions uh, in value. And under law, you have to put your top positions out there. So what I've done is I've compiled loads of information and shown where these big funds are investing. And I think that's very useful for novices um, because uh, it, it, even though I, I explain in my book how I analyze companies, um, a lot of people don't have the time or, or, or the inclination to do it themselves. But if, if, if they're, let's say, following um, a leading fund manager at BlackRock or you know one of these big funds, uh -huh. um, you know, their view may be, well, if it's good enough for BlackRock, it's, it's, it's good enough for me. And, and, you know, what they can do is really sort of um, put together their own little portfolio using that. Um, and the other thing I do is, I, 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 the other bonus is my six pillars of investing, because what I do as a professional investor is I explain to people the six things I look at not just gold, but any investment. And um, I think, you know, that's pretty useful for people because uh, when they're looking at doing something, you know, they can kind of look at these criteria and go, oh, you know, that, that actually, that could affect it. And, and 
I'm not saying that stops them, but it, it, it makes them think a bit more about what they're doing. And I think that's really important. Yeah, that's great. And and you can find all those this all those things in your beginner's guide to gold investment. That's right. If, if you go to www.goldprogram.co.uk, what you can do is um, that that gives you access to to the gold package. And uh, as I say, there's a free download as well. Uh, the gold package is four ninety seven pounds, um, and um, that's four pounds ninety seven. By the way, not four hundred ninety seven. Uh, someone asked me, uh, so yeah, four pounds ninety seven. Um, and um, yeah, I, I think that's that's a good way of getting started on on, on the journey uh, to investing in gold. Yeah, and um, yeah, that, that's is, what I'm trying to do. Just get is that the only place it's available, or can we look at Amazon or? Um, I'm going to put it on Amazon. If I'm honest, I've only just finished putting it all together. But uh, yeah, I'm going to have it on Amazon. But um, I think you know, if you want to get the, the free download as well, you know, it's a good good place to start. And um, it's interesting, you know, I, I've got clients who um, I've got loads of experience. You know, they've been in winning competitions and they're really seasoned investors. And then I've got others who haven't got to what they're doing. Yeah. And um, but that's the whole idea of the book is, you know, I want to bring people up to a level where they're confident to, to start investing. Well, that sounds great. A great resource for us out there, especially those of us who have um, been thinking about gold for a long time, but, um, and I'll, I'll confess, I have not yet taken the plunge into gold, but I am this close. I'm, I couldn't be any closer and I'll, I'll I for sure will give that uh, a read and it could just be what it takes to push me over the edge. Thank you, Simon, for your time today and your, and uh, the knowledge you imparted to us really appreciate it. Hope you're having a great September. It's first day of September. <laughs> Is it off to a good start? Yeah, well, you know, if the sun's shining, it's not raining. So the UK is, we're doing okay. Last day in August poured with rain. So yeah. Okay. Here we come. (laughs) Yeah. All right, man. Thank you so much for your time. And uh, one more time, give us your your, uh, website address. um, So we. It's www.goldprogram.co.uk. Go there and um, I'm going to get the download set up on that. Um, All my contact details are on there. So, um, you know, drop me a line and, um, you know, let, let's, let, let's start this journey together. I think it's, uh, you'll have a lot of fun. Great. Thank you so much, Simon. Have a great day. And until next time, strategists keep strategizing. <laughs>